Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. Everyone said hello there and welcome to databank brawl the podcast where we learn about star wars characters discuss them share our feelings about those characters and then make them fight for our amusement and yours i'm your host my name is joseph scrimshaw with me as almost always is ken knapsack happy to be here sir ready to 
fight some of our favorite characters and some ones that we're learning new uh, yeah. new characters to love. You know? Maybe they'll be our favorites by the end. We yeah. will find out. And here to find out with us is Jennifer Landa. Thank you for having me. There has been some crazy brawls <laughs> over the past few episodes. <laughs> yes. Porg on a blurg. Yeah. Fascinating. Texan of Arachnal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- there was some just insanity. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. uh, Jennifer puts all the fun visuals on for the YouTube versions yes. of Databank Brawl. So, so I imagine sometimes that you just late at night just hearing these yes. going like, the hell were they talking about this time? <laughs> it makes me wish I was an animator because I'm like, oh, I just want to do this justice. This is a great story. <laughs> well, so I'm really happy that you're here to uh, help tell the story and make it extra crazy. Uh, I wanted to continue to celebrate Solo because last week was the digital release. This yeah. week is the actual physical Blu-ray. You can hold Solo in your hands, <laughs> and you should, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to grab some other characters from Solo. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for your first uh, combatant? I, yeah, yes. I've got uh, Wikipedia up. Great. Okay, our first combatant is the Viper Probe Droid. Ooh. Here's what mm. the StarWars.com databank has to say. Aratek's line of 11-3K Viper probe droids are used for investigation, exploration, and reconnaissance. A rotating collar assembly gives their blaster cannons a 360-degree field of fire. Viper droids patrol the conveyance tracks near the Imperial Vault on Vandor, alert for any suspicious activity. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's some good, just technical information about these uh, awesome, vicious Viper probe droids. Uh, yeah. Ken, what else uh, do you have on Wikipedia? All right. So how did you do, how did you pronounce it? Arach Aratex. Uh, uh, okay. Oh. Okay. A R A T E C H. Aratex. I have Arachid. Yeah, I see that. Arachid Industries. Arach. Yeah. Arachid. But I like. Interesting. I mean, that's a big part of this show to see what the databank says. So, is there a fight between the official StarWars.com databank and Wikipedia? About who manufactures the Viper Probe Droid? It's close enough. So maybe it's just one of those names when they operate in Delaware. It's a different thing for tax purposes. Yeah, it's doing business as Aratech. Yeah, for tax purposes. It's their DBA. So I'm going to have to click over Legends because I don't have a size, and that's... Okay, Legends... We'll go with the Legends side on the Canon tab. Oh, uh, these the are Canon Legends. Legends. Well, I, I, the, the, the Canon tab on Wikipedia does not have a lot of uh, detailed information. Okay. Mm-hmm. So on the Legends side, the height is 1.6 meters. Mm. Um, then the rest of it's kind of uh, integrated droid brain, long-range sensor, movement sensor, atmosphere sensor, repulsive sensor, a lot of sensors, retractable arms, <laughs> we know that... Uh, blaster cannon, and then this stuff's kind of the same. The self-destruct mechanism and the blaster cannon there. Okay. Um, the variant is the 11-3K variant. That's the one most notably used on Vandor. Okay. So other than that, we're good. Is there an eye color? <laughs> they do have eyes. They do have eyes, do have and eyes. it's not listed. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not listed. That's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Jennifer, are you pulling up pictures? I love probe droids. I love them. (laughs) I once saw a probe droid um, action figure, if you will, uh, at a thrift store many, many years ago. And it was too expensive for me to buy at the time. At a thrift store even. Yeah. And I I was, I was, you know, younger and I, and I just would, I go to that thrift store hoping that I could buy it with my allowance. And then one day I went and it was gone. Oh no. So I got it later in life, but I've been a fan of them and their sound that they make 
I love the, your absolute Muppet Show version <laughs> of the probe droids. <laughs> oh, I want to see a probe droid version of that. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh. oh. So it, as an old school probe droid fan, mm-hmm. uh, did you like the the version, the 11-3K Viper ones that we saw in Solo? Yeah, they're a little bit, um, I don't want to say, uh, well, they just don't look quite as practical. They just look, it's good that they updated their model. Right. That's what I'm saying in, okay. in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> they don't mm. look as cool, in my opinion. Okay. A little uh, bit more angular, um, and the arms are not as as spider-like, which is what I love with the probe droid and Yeah, Empire. that mm. dangling, creepy look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They look like jellyfish. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's a great observation. Um, Ken, oh. how do you feel about well, uh, this droid? So, okay, I just clicked over to the uh, 11-3K Viper droid, and yeah, there there is the Aerotech Repulsor Company. Okay, I think we're getting real down into the nitty-gritty yeah. of the differences between the probe droids, because I had assumed that the famous one that we I have mm-hmm. known for most of my existence <laughs> on this planet yeah. is just a straight-up probe droid, in that the Viper is what mm-hmm. the what made the one in Solo different. But right. I'm not sure if uh, Wikipedia is bearing that out. Yeah, it's it's a Viper comic for Disney Imperial Probe Droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that... So the one in Empire, according to this, is a model. Was a model, specific model, uh, manufactured by a Rockid or Eric Kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Kid Industries. So then the the, the Viper, the eleven three K variant, is uh, the other one. So okay, okay, oh, all right. That makes sense to me. I see. Fascinating. It's, it makes sense to me. I don't know. It's like what I have a Toyota, uh, but this one was <laughs> made by Honda. I don't know. Um, Interesting. Okay. Hmm. But yeah. This is, this is why people, we do this show live to tape so we can be surprised. Yeah. Wikipedia and the databank have separate entries for a probe droid versus a Viper probe droid. Yes. Right. So I think the difference really is the, the big blaster, mm-hmm. the big chunky blaster. Oh. Right. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. You're right. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. But there is, there's still a lot of confusion to be had. There is, which and maybe we'll get an answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. who knows? I do who have knows? a quote. Oh, good. A uh, quote. The quote for the Imperial probe droid, the Viper probe droid, is, we have thousands of probe droids searching the galaxy. I want proof, not leads. Admiral Kendall Ozzel. Oh, mm. yes. There yes. we go. Beautiful. All right, so Jennifer shared her love of the overall probe droid and uh, appreciation uh, for the solo one, too. Yeah, not yeah. as much, right? Yeah, I mean, I like the solo. I was thrilled that it made an appearance in the solo. Yeah, in, I mean, in solo, I thought that was great. I was like, "Hey, I know that." Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was neat, um, yeah. and that it that it that it was scary mm-hmm. because they are for, for me they're creepy, right? You know, knowing that this this droid is spying on you, <laughs> yeah, following and you, shooting at you, yeah, that's dangerous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Ken, how do you feel? Love the probe droids, uh, whatever versions, including the Separatist recon droid, uh, which is similar, you know, just one little little tadpole of a droid. Uh, I do like them. I like the sounds. I don't know if I can call myself as a, a fan of them as, as much as Jennifer, but uh, <laughs> but I do quite quite love them and love the sound, love that there's one in Rogue One, and when I went, yay, that's a probe droid, and as I should, because they're part <laughs> of it. And I do love the, the use of them in, in Solo, Rewatching that scene 
again this weekend. I mean, good job, Val. Goes out fighting and just these things seem tough. But also, much like the the Trade Federation learned, they're kind of they're they're not not dumb, but like they don't go around her. They don't flank her. And I'm like, oh, and I, and I don't say not like a, pl- a plot point, but just like, oh, the, the two left that are fighting her, they're like, they're they're scared of her. And and I was like, if you just both flank at the same time, you could probably have have gotten her. And I don't know why I'm rooting against Val. Droids. <laughs> I'm just like interesting. So I like that. There's this kind of like, mm. there's a reason uh, the, the, the Empire's you know vaulted defenses of Vandor weren't quite didn't have the thought of humans. And it was, it was just, I really dove into that moment <laughs> over a frozen pizza and solo. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. I've always loved, uh, the general probe droid, the Imperial probe droid, the probot. Yeah. Uh, from, yes. from empire strikes back. So creepy. Uh, great noise, cool explosion, all that. I love the Sith probe droid in Phantom Menace that shows like, oh, right. some of this technology that ends up being Imperial is oh, yes. from the yep. uh, the dark reaches of Sith research of the past. <laughs> uh, and then to see this cool, like more menacing one. Because I, I think that's what was cool about it to me as Solo is you, you if you're some my age, you, you grew up knowing the probe droid is like, not that scary looking, but an investigator, a spy. Yeah. Not something with a massive cannon that will kill you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was cool to see in yeah. Solo. I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts on the Viper probe droid before we move on to our next combatant? Uh, no. No. No, no. All right. Here we go. The Viper probe droid will face in combat DDBD. Oh. <laughs> Here's what StarWars.com <laughs> databank has to say. Before being sold into slavery and put to work in the mining operation center on Kessel, DDBD was an overeager WDD admin mech working yeah. on a Morsirian pirate ship. Unfortunately, the ship was impounded by the Empire, and DDBD was sold at auction to the Pike Syndicate for a fraction of his worth. But in a chance meeting with L337, the small droid is liberated when his restraining bolt is removed, igniting. A small rebellion. Oh, well. DDBD. What a great choice because I love DDBD. <laughs> but yeah. here is so I got to get an image up here. Right, right. Because I got to tell oh. you, Wikipedia's got nothing. No, no there's nothing. nothing for DDBD. It is no. listed. DDBD was a droid that operated within the control hub of mining operations on Kessel. Kessel? This article is a stub. So we need one of you four center listeners to become yeah. a Wikipedia author and uh, dive into here. Maybe put the events of this forthcoming <laughs> databank brawl into it. We can't break Wikipedia so that we yeah. go to look it up and it's just <laughs> uh, BS that we said here. That Officer would be terrible. Charest fell in love at the end. Um, <laughs> oh. Yes, not uh, not here. So not, not here. much to say. Okay, not much to uh, say. So Jennifer, to fill, did you, you haven't read the solo novelization yet? Have you? No, but I just discovered it's a female droid. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and Warwick Davis played her. I just oh, found wow. something really? here. Yeah, wow. this is what Neil Scanlon. He's literally. I think said. Warwick Davis is now up to three characters in solo. He's played half of solo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Was huh. Woody Harrelson really in the movie? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> a portrayal. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, in the novelization, uh, DDBD is uh, there's this great interaction between L three and DDBD where mm-hmm. uh, L three notices that uh, DDBD has the restraining bolt on and takes it off, and DDBD is just like thanks, but doesn't do anything. Aww. And L three is like so full of determination. She's like, 
why wouldn't you do something? What do you, there's a one line in the movie of like, yeah, I don't know what you should do now. Maybe free your brothers and sisters. Right. Uh, and that's sort of, uh, extended mm. to have DDBD is just sort of like, I don't know what to do with my freedom. I don't know what to do with Aww. my life. And all three is like, Oh yeah. Sometimes other people aren't as determined as I am. So it was like, Hey, DDBD, I don't know a revolution. And then DDBD is like, yeah, <laughs> a revolution. I'm going to take those restraining bolts off. Uh, yeah. So there's just like this little fun interaction. It. It's really good. And you're saying, is it Neil Scanlon says DDB is a, is a female droid? Yeah, that's well, The databank says definitely uh, says his, uses uh, his uh, pronoun there. Yeah, oh, he goes, wow. DDBD is the droid that L3 liberates. And again, Warwick plays her. Interesting. Yeah, who knows? Okay. Who well, knows? Interesting. I don't know where this is from. Right. Looks like it's from a visual or concept art. Or, Interesting. Yeah, visual dictionary okay. or something. Okay. Well, let's... Well, uh, we can play around with that. Yeah. No, DDBD okay. can be a she uh, yeah. for the purposes of our storytelling. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So do we have a, a good picture? Because there aren't a yeah. lot of pictures of DDBD, but could we get a nice juicy description yes. of what uh, DDBD looks uh, like? I'm going to go to the uh, StarWars.com databank for this one there. Uh, uh, an R5 uh, D4 kind of color screen scheme red and white mm-hmm. with a little more black trim classic kind of astromech kind of feel um uh, what, what do you call it an admin mech so it's yeah. not quite an astromech an admin mech um and then i'm also going to go to the lego design <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, look at that i gotta get that that's a hell of a thing yeah right so we definitely know through uh lego and the concept part so the, the two Almost gonk droid like feet close yes. together, mm-hmm. and uh, the almost like a capsule. DDBD is almost built like a capsule, like yeah. wide in the center but thin on the the bottom, thin on the top. Yeah, like, like a like little, almost the shape of a sabak card. That's a good good way. Actually, that's awesome. That's You're a good right. way to say it. That's weird. Yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. 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 Red and white. Uh, and that's yeah. That's kind of description. So thank you Lego and thank you uh, Databank. Interesting. I'm already piecing the costume together, seeing how, <laughs> you know, you use the air conditioning ducts for the legs, you use styrofoam <laughs> or cardboard boxes for the feet, and for the body, you just basically take a circular trash can, two circular trash cans, and just kind of put them on top of each other. All right. So that, yeah. We should just change the show to Databank Brawl and Craft. So there could be a fight and <laughs> an information of how to dress up like the character. Welcome to Perfect. Databank Brawl Crafts. <laughs> That is beautiful. All right. What are people's feelings about DDBD? I love DDBD. Love DDBD. Uh, I love the droid revolt. And I love it even more watching it again and again and again. Uh, you know, L3. And I, I got to say, I've been loving the character more of L3. Hearing Phoebe Waller-Bridge describe what she brought to this character and how she created something new and she gets emotional describing it made me just, you know, she's that invested in that character. So this whole thing because uh, it's played for laughs at times in the movie and, yeah. and the droid rights and all that kind of stuff. But uh, in rewatching the droid revolution, the droid rebellion, um, the excitement across all droids, but and then reading the novel, that's a great moment to yeah. have this interaction between the two and this droid not knowing, never imagining and never understanding what it, I could, I had a choice here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can I do? I, I really loved it. Yeah. 
Me too. Uh, Jennifer? I love, I loved that scene. I love the music in that scene. And it was just such a, a sweet moment where it's like, of course this droid doesn't know what to do with itself. Like yeah. this is, this is a first, a new experience. And so, yeah, it was, it was liberating for me as the viewer to watch it. Yeah. Liberating. Yeah. And I just love that it, a DDBD is like a fun, silly name. And then knowing that that DDBD, that she is an admin mech just makes feel like <laughs> just stuck <laughs> in a right. just dead end job and suddenly <laughs> won the lottery. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. Yeah. So great. Love All right. That. Well, with that then, Let's fight. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, uh, both of these characters live because it's a random Viper probe droid. Yep. There are many specific DDBD. This can take place basically anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest that it is after the events of Solo in that DDBD has made it off Castle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe yeah. has some other life adventures where she encounters a Viper probe droid. Absolutely. Ooh. I think that's a 
that's a big win, and I am uh, as as you guys said, I am I'm bringing trying to bring up Kessel on a map. Okay, so you can oh, see helpful. where else. Okay, so what kind of adventures do you think DDBD would go on, Jennifer, as soon as she gets her freedom? I feel like it's like a Diane Lane movie where she's just going off to Tuscany. <laughs> she wants to travel. She wants to experience life. And I think that she's she's off on an adventure. Okay. Um, where is where is Star Wars Tuscany? <laughs> well, I mean, Naboo. Oh, okay. I <laughs> right? like, I like it. Pr- I mean, I feel like we've had a fight on Naboo. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've several. had fights on most places, but Naboo is not as well traveled as other places. So okay. let, let's go to Naboo. Why not? All right. Uh, yeah, she's uh, DDBD has heard in her work about the lake country. She understands that that's a place where there isn't <laughs> a lot of uh, imperial presence. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Naboo is not as like, they don't have uh, boots marching on Naboo as much, right? right. It's right. more right. controlled. Uh, by Moth yeah. Panaka taking care of things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's gone by now. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but still, a little lighter on the heavy Imperial presence. Yeah. And certainly no no huts are going to grab DDBD there. No. Interesting. Um, yeah. God, Crate is really close to Naboo. Oh, it is? Really? You, oh, uh, maybe we should go to Crate instead. No, 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 no. no, 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 no we're going no, no, to Tuscany. Okay, we're I'm just looking at DDBD I'm deserves Lake Yeah, country. I'm doing okay. a very bad thing. I'm pulling up this map and going, oh... Oh yeah, this is close to things. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we so head Kessel to Naboo. Kessel to Naboo. Uh, DDBD, okay. I think maybe uh, gets away on a ship with a bunch of droids, and in order to get to the Lake Country without really drawing attention, uh, takes uh, an escape pod and launches it. Love it. Lands in the lake, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, unfortunately for DDBD, she discovers that there is somewhat of an Imperial presence. Yeah. Because of uh, the truth of the the Naboo people is yeah. that they do have a spirit of rebellion. They do, they do. So uh, as she emerges uh, into from, out from out from the lake, there uh, bobbing along in the floating escape pod, yeah, um, enjoying uh, the lapping waves, just looking around. Wow, beautiful, so beautiful. She hears in the distance. <laughs> Right. She, she, that sounds familiar, but Mm -hmm. she just like, no, there's no way that that could possibly, no, that can't be what I think it is. Have I ordered some repair parts for (laughs) that, that emit that sound? What is that? DDBD thinks to herself. Uh, it's like it could be a, a normal probe droid or a vi- is it a Viper probe droid? I'm going to suggest that the Viper probe droid had been sent out because there was suspicion yeah. of some sort of clandestine meeting mm. of people who are maybe upset. Oh no, Mo- Moff Panaka would still be around. It's only he, ten he, years. He, yeah, he'd yeah. still be around. Yeah. Uh, that maybe maybe there is some meeting of some uh, conspirators who have some problems with the Empire. So a Viper droid was sent to float far away on the lake and observe this meeting. Mm. But then the Viper droid sees this escape pod <gasps> landing in the lake, which mm. shouldn't shouldn't happen. Nope. Yeah. And I think this exposes a flaw in the Viper droid's programming, okay. which you mentioned, Ken, mm-hmm. multitasking. Yes. Viper probe droids are not Ooh. programmed for multitasking. And on the Conveyix train, they were going to investigate what was going on with the train, but then there was a problem behind yes. them. So which way do we go? Ah, ah, yes. Ah. And I think that's what's going on with our Viper probe droid right now. 
I've, I love that. That, that. That's my now. My translation is what, what's going on over there. What's going on over there? What's going on? What's going on over there? Absolutely. What's going on? Should I go over here? Should I go over there? Should I go over there? Should I go over there? I'm not good at multitasking. I'm not good at multitasking. Let's go over there. So yes. So the viper, the viper is now racing towards the escape pod, which is bobbing along in the water. Yeah. And Jennifer, when the viper probe droid sees this escape pod. What what is the Viper probe droid's first reaction? Is it just blast it because it's foreign and shouldn't be there? Mm-hmm. It's basically like a Dalek. Exterminate, exterminate. <laughs> What's going on there? Exterminate. And so, yeah, it, it blasts the escape pod, figuring that whatever it is, that, that will take care of it. Okay. And then, you know, they can carry on. It can carry on with its uh, original mission. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so it hits the the, um, whatchamacallit, the skate pod, skate pod, and rattles poor DDBD. Okay. Oh, yeah, and just sh- shaking around in there. But it doesn't destroy the escape pod, or does it just... just I think it blows, like, a huge chunk out of it, so it's okay. open, yes. and I think DDBD gets shaken <laughs> around like in there, DDBD, DDBD. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a convertible speedboat now. It's like a speedboat. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Viper took the roof off. Okay, yeah. okay. I like that. I like part of it. So, which, to me, that's why I ask, which means DDBD then immediately plugs into the escape pod mm. and sends it off and running. Oh. And now we have, like, Last Crusade, we have a bit of a speedboat chase. Oh, oh she starts skidding it along the water. Yeah. Oh. Right. Okay, in the Viper probe droid now has a specific thing to follow. Yes. So it's, oh, that's it, over there. The head, the head of the Viper is spinning, trying to keep an eye on yes. the uh, the yes. politicians' meeting, but also <laughs> is just skimming the water. Those long spider legs just <laughs> dipping into the water, spray mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, and I think Dee Beatty is looking around the escape pod, wondering what she can use. And I think maybe she's also thinking. I can better myself like that droid L3. She made herself. She cha- what, what is in the escape pod that DDBD wants to add to herself to mm. use in this battle? She mm. needs a weapon. Yeah. Of some sort. Uh, and I think it's maybe some sort of projectiles that she'll be able to like throw at the Viper probe droid, almost like morning stars, like ninja stars. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I like it. So it's it's some sort of metal pieces that are, they're like in these slots. Yeah. In the escape pod. In the escape pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're little, you know what they are? They're little like discs. They're there programming uh, navigational discs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, Encyclopedia Britannica uh, disc or something, you know. It's, it's how they, you know, the, the escape pod doesn't have L three. It has right. right. These discs pop yeah. in. He's like, I see you're escaping. Yeah, yeah. Where would you like to go? Right. So, uh, DDB starts flinging them with a little hand, right? Uh-huh. Little droid hand. Yeah. Yes. I can see DDB's body like turns. It's like a clay pigeon launcher. <laughs> Yeah, and when you have a big blaster for a head like the Viper probe droid, everything just looks like something to be shot, right? So right. the Viper probe droid is spinning and shooting and shooting and shooting, right? Yeah, shoot that thing over there, shoot that thing over there, shoot that thing over there, shoot that thing over there. And big I think did it. big boy uh, did it. <laughs> I think uh, DDBD uses this opportunity to do a quick U-turn mm. with Ooh. the escape pod, get right under the Viper probe droid, and then I think probably within the escape pod, there's mm. like a launching device, ah. like an ejector. Like an ejector? Okay. Yeah, and I think DDBD yep. gets the escape pod with the hole in the roof right under the probe droid yeah. and ejects herself 
smashing into the legs the, of the probe droid. Oh my goodness. Like uh, Randy Quaid in Independence Day. I'm <laughs> back. Just boom, right. Boom, right. Smashing the, up into the legs, hitting love the it. under things of the... Uh, the undercarriage of the Viper Troop. Yeah. Oh, no. What happens... What is... Uh, now, yeah, what happens? At this point... <laughs> The the uh, Viper probe droids, those legs, they're actually like attached to claws, right? They're yeah. claws, and so mm. like one of those claws at the video game arcade or whatever, it's like starts like picking DDBD up and kind of like manhandling her, yeah. and she's just she's disoriented. She thought that this was going to be effective, but instead it's not, and the probe droid is like accidentally pressing some of her buttons. The, some music starts playing. <laughs> uh, what is it? <laughs> that opera. <laughs> okay, and this this echoes across the lake. Like, this strangely beautiful <laughs> sound. These senators who were hiding and didn't realize anything was wrong. Like, what the hell? Do you hear? Yeah, they they lean out over their balcony over this beautiful lake and they see a probe droid was far away with something stuck underneath it, this bright thing stuck underneath it in this beautiful music plane. Like, you gotta get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The Empire, they found us with an opera. It's a weird (laughs) droid they're using. Are they trying to just... Did they want romantic music at the lake? What is this? Yeah. And the probe droid now sees that and is like, oh, I have so many missions. Over there, over there. Over there, over there, over there. Spy, 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 spy. So the probe droid just, and DDBD is pulled along. Is now the Viper droid is going over there and shooting random blasts just in case. Oh, this probe droid is having a bad day. Yeah. I think BD. DDBD's very no good bad day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think DDBD manages to rotate around mm-hmm. and use her feet to just start ah, 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 kicking mm. into the innards of okay. the probe droid trying to smash it so up. So she's like flipped upside down, but the the arm, the scoops, uh, scoop arms are still grabbing her, and then the little gonk droid feet. Yeah, kicking, yep. kicking, kicking. Gotcha. Up, yeah, DDBD is flying upside down, kicking the underside of a Viper probe droid. Do, do either of you have an idea of how the Viper probe droid responds to this? Because now this droid is maybe getting into her actual, uh, the Viper probe droid's internal workings. I think the Viper droid goes, hey, wait, 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 what's that? Wait, what's that? Wait, wait what's that? And like a dog chasing its tail, <laughs> starts to look underneath as if it's being attacked from below. Oh, like flipping <gasps> so a little bit. Flip, so it's just going in this continuous circle. Oh, like, no. Can't find it, can't find it. What's there? Can't the find it. The music spiraling Ooh. through the air. Oh, my goodness. And the gonk droid feet. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, cut to the politicians just looking out of the lake. <laughs> what is? Is it doing a dance? Is this performance art? What's happening? I didn't think the empire liked <laughs> art. Really? Right. Uh, is this some sort of imperial propaganda? Yeah. Uh, so, DDBD is spinning, spinning, spinning. But is she enjoying this? Is she feeling like she's getting out in the world and, and uh, attacking against uh, oppressors? She feels alive. Uh, mm. She still has her scarf that's wrapped around her. Uh, that you know, she was gonna go on holiday, and mm. here she, <laughs> she is a scarf. <laughs> in like a she's like an action hero suddenly, and she's <laughs> she's enjoying it. Yeah, and she's seeing that she's actually doing some damage because the <laughs> the probroid is starting to like glitch a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and so <laughs> she starts doing it even harder, and she's like, "Oh, 
this is like a workout. Uh I think she says her own name when she's doing it. I'm also now picturing a Brian Ward poster of a scarf wearing DDBD on the shores of a lake in the Yeah. All right. So as we always do, we must pause in our combat to decide who we want to win, who who we're feeling deserves to win, who would win in a fight, all those things. This one, I think, is... I uh, think in a walk, it's uh, our good friend, Dee Dee Beattie. Because she can walk. Because <laughs> she can walk. Because she can walk. It's not a float. Yeah. The, the poor Viper droid just never had a chance. I right? almost oh. feel sorry for the Viper droid. Yeah. Talk about, you know, just doing your job. This yeah. is your programming to be confused, I guess. And just shoot randomly at uh, across lakes. Self-destruct if anyone ever sees you. Yeah. 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 It's mm-hmm. like a fly. The lifespan of a Viper droid is two days. You know, you're going to blow up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... So, Come on, it's Dee Dee Beattie on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> it's Dee Dee holiday. Yeah, right. Jennifer, are you feeling any pity or sympathy for the Viper probe droid? No, it's <laughs> you know, it's just not a particularly smart droid. Right. And this is going to be how Dee Dee Beattie got her groove back, and so you know, sacrifices must be made. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like uh, DDBD will win the combat. Yes. And that maybe a, a normally a Viper probe droid with all of its armory would be able to take out just a little uh, admin mech droid. But this is an admin mech droid who has found the power of freedom. Mm. And a right? scarf. Mm. And a scarf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't mess with an admin no. mech droid on vacation. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so... I think this is how this uh, battle begins as DDBD uh, is going to win. That as she's kicking away, one of the big, impressive, flapping, scary spider legs of the probe droid falls just completely loose. Right. And DDBD reaches out her little arm, mm-hmm. grabs it, and realizes, I'm going to keep this. Okay. And oh. does a, a, a quick little process to fuse that hmm. big, flapping. Yeah. Viper droid arm to herself. Wow. Similar to what like L3 did in rebuilding and rebranding herself. Yeah. Years ago, yeah. And I think uh, then she uses that arm to flip up, grab the top of uh, the Viper probe droid's head, hmm. and pull herself up, BB uh, DB. So she is now. <laughs> Standing on top of the Viper probe droid, riding it, scarf billowing in the wind, music playing. Do either of you have an idea of how what happens next, how the combat ends? Well, we cut to the uh, politicians. We're like, is that an admin droid riding a Viper droid? No. 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 I think she's think been drugged. able to... <laughs> Moff Panak is up to no good. Um, I think she's able to gain control of this Viper droid enough to where she then rides the Viper droid to shore. Mm. Okay, yeah, like she hacks in, she hacks yeah. like in. Get, gets, uh, gets herself plugged in, and is like yeah. starting to mess with the brain of the Viper probe droid. Yes, and the droid's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And um, that's yeah, like so they they crash uh, onto the shore, but DDB's fine. Like the droids. Un- underneath, underfoot, <laughs> and she kind of just rolls off. It props herself up, and she's on the beach, looking around. And the viper droid's just twitching and <laughs> I got. I don't even know if it self destructs. It's so so destroyed and and messed with that it's mm. just like <laughs> like a beach jellyfish. <laughs> All right. I think that is certainly where the combat ends. DDBD is victorious. Uh, I think she does a little dance uh, with her feet and waving her new arm around (laughs) in a circle. (laughs) 
happy that she won. Diddy bitty, diddy bitty, diddy bitty. And she begins to enjoy her vacation. Right. What does that look like, Jennifer? Well, it just so happens that where she landed, there's a bunch of cabanas around her. <laughs> and it turns out it's a little, little resort of some sort. And so there is actual uh, service. There are servers that come and she can order a drink. And beside mm. her is the Viper probe droid, which actually has a very flat surface. surface. Mm. And so it's kind of embedded in the sand, almost like a table. Okay. <laughs> and she takes a sip from her pina colada and sets it on top of the twitching viper droid. Ah, now this is a vacation. <laughs> and that is our story of the vacation of Dee Dee Beattie. So beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Not Maybe. bloody at all. No, a little, a little bloody. A little, a little bloody. bloody. Blood, little I, I like the hope that the Viper Probe Droid is still alive so that yeah. maybe maybe someday the Viper Probe Droid will come to its senses yes. and maybe have a, a repentance, repentance for its imperial ways. Yeah. But for now, DDBD is just <laughs> using it as a table. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crafting with droids. Use them as tables. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lamb. Oh, All comes full gosh. circle. It's a better use uh, mm. than destroying lives. Oh, that's great. Uh, Ken, do you feel good about that? I feel great. I think sometimes these battles take us where they need to go. That's and right. And this one was about relaxation and finding your gro- droid groove back. Yeah. <laughs> dro- getting, droid groove? Yeah. yeah. Getting your droid groove back. I yeah. think DDBD is going to be mounting that laser to her head and just enjoying yeah. a, a good life. And maybe start a little droid rebellion on this planet. Right here on Naboo. Yeah. yeah. They have lots of astromech droids there. Well, uh, thanks everyone as always for joining us for these weird battles. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Gadnaps across all social media platforms, including YouTube. And Jennifer, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, uh, at Jennifer Landa. Excellent. Uh, if you have characters that you want to see fight, you can always let us know with the hashtag databank brawl. We also like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash cloud city soundtrack. And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash force center. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out albums, podcasts, shows, and everything like that on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like force center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at force center pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.